Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. And I'm Magooch. And we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun. This week, we are joined by Desharmo, the recruitment and retention manager from THL. Desharmo, do you want to give us a little bit of information about THL? Absolutely. Um, well, we are Team Heart Legends. We are a team-based organization. And uh, what we do is uh, we play Hearthstone, uh, obviously. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I mean, it'd be weird if we didn't, but yes. Uh, And uh, we we focus on a team thing. We have a team base. um, You know, five players get together, and uh, and we we enjoy Hearthstone together. Now we we don't play as a team. You play individually, but your scores come together, and uh, and and you play against other players. One thing I love about our organization is that um, our uh, levels of playing range from legend all the way down to rank 20 players. And uh, we do that by using a player rating. So teams are given a player rating, kind of like a salary cap that NFL and NBA teams use in their, uh, when, they got, uh, when they get new players. And, uh, and we, we kind of have our players ranked from you know, one seed all the way down to the five seed. And the five seed players are generally like rank 15 or higher players. Uh, and then you know, all the way up to the one seed, which are usually you know, legend players or top 100 legend players, some really good players. Um, so mm-hmm. you get to play against, you know, like individuals. And that's one thing I love about our organization. Cause I found by playing in other leagues, you end up playing by yourself and you're always matched up against somebody of like GM quality. And that doesn't happen yeah. <laughs> in, in the THL. You play against people of your level. And so it feels good because you don't just lose all the time. You, you can win and you play on a team. In fact, I was on a team this season, and uh, you know, my uh, luckily, and this is my first time. I've been playing for like now, what is it, five seasons now, six seasons, and my team made it to the finals, and I lost my finals match, but my other team, my other team members won their finals matches. So um, you know, so we we won as a team, even though I lost, we won. So you still get that that positive feeling, even though if you lose, you still can win if your your teammates are playing. Um, one, another thing that I love about our uh, Team Hearth Legends is our community. It's an amazing community, a bunch, a, a bunch of nice individuals. People put in a lot of hours uh, for uh, the THL, and uh, and it's it's phenomenal. I mean, nobody nobody gets paid. It's all this is all uh, just volunteer. And it's and another amazing thing. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's no monthly subscription or anything. It's all free. Um, and we have a lot of events going on during the during the season. We have our we have three series, which each have different formats: Conquest, Hero, and the Pro Series, which doesn't use a PR. Uh, and then um, we also have off-season events. Uh, this off-season, we had a duos event where you get to play against people of just like. Um, uh, I'm sorry, you get to pick somebody, and you get to to play in a double elimination tournament where you get to play with somebody, and you you two can uh, have ideas, throw ideas off each other. So we do things like that, and it's always different every off-season. Um, and, and last thing I want to say is we usually have about uh, one season per expansion, and they usually start about a month after the expansion. So if you, this is something you're looking for to uh, enhance your Hearthstone experience, um, we're about to start a season here pretty soon, and we have a bunch of teams that are looking for newer players. And we're always looking for those rank 15 players because those are always hard to come by. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are turned off by leagues or, or organizations, rather, Um <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be saying the L word. Organizations, <laughs> because yeah, I can't say the L word. <laughs> uh, organizations. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, we so we we always looking for rank fifteen players 
uh, and this is a great opportunity if you if you fall in that boat to uh, to try us out. And you could follow. You can go to our website teamheartlegends.com or even our Discord, uh, which you can find on the website. Um, Dano, I know you've been playing it, and you probably talk about it a lot. Um, what is your experience? This is your first season. What has your experience been this first season? Uh, it was an it was an absolute blast. Um, so Mad at Arms put our team together, and it was just a bunch of old uh, Dill's Hearthstone League players. Really, um, he kind of like brought us all together and put together a really interesting uh, team model, which was kind of a little bit different than most. So it was just a lot of kind of just above it was five above average Hearthstone players, and we uh, instead of like having you know, a, a guaranteed one seed to a guaranteed five, which was like, you know, high legend to rank 15. We had just a bunch of people who were normally between rank five and rank one, give or Bad take legend on players. any given season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we did, we did well. I, I feel like we did pretty good this season. I did uh, especially well. I kind of high rolled this season, I think. So um, you were the MVP. I ended up like, I was the MVP. So I definitely high rolled this season. Hooray! It was, it was, yeah, it was it was great. It was uh it was too much fun. Um yeah, I was with the MVP and then uh like the rank five all star. I started out rank five. I'm sorry, the that was the 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? Not rank five, but um, oh, five, I was the five I was the five seed. <laughs> yeah, I was the five seed, then I was the four seed, then the three seed, then the two seed, then then the three seed again. Right. <laughs> um but uh, no, it was a ton of fun. We got up, we uh, made it into the playoffs and won our first playoff um, round, and then uh, lost the second round of the playoffs to to the Charmos team, which was uh, was a bummer to lose. But if we're gonna lose, it was uh, it was fun to lose to uh, a team that we knew fairly well, and then also went on to win the whole thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and and your team was a lot harder to play than the than the finals team was. We we annihilated the finals team. So I think somebody had joked said that the semifinals was like the finals match, something like that. So you guys did a really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we went down to the went down to my game action. I lost uh, three to one. So unfortunately, I, I didn't find a win in the uh, in the playoffs, which was super disappointing. But um, it was still a ton of fun. And I mean, I think the high point of the entire of the entire season for me it had to be um, my first match as. Uh, the four seed um, against this player you might all know named Desharmo. Oh, um, <laughs> you beat me. <laughs> I did. I won. It was great. It was three to two. Yeah. Um, and it was just uh, I was able to just sweep priest. your your priest. Yeah, your combo priest. Which uh, and it came down to like just like the closest of like final of rubber matches. It was yeah. it was too fun. Uh, to be honest, I had a couple like that where it was like I had the five. I had a bunch of like just three and O's and then the rest of mine were like three and twos. It seemed like yeah. I never had any of those like easy like in between weeks. Either like swept or it was like super close down to the wire, like, you know, just kind of flipping a coin. So I'll tell you, but I um, never brought combo priest yeah. after our match. After you beat me with combo priest, I'm like, yep, I'm not bringing this again. And I never did. <laughs> It was uh that was the the fun part. I was, was I loved that meta too. Um because you could kind of target combo priest to an extent. Uh it was like risky to do, but it was something it was possible and it was just so much fun. So I did that like 3 or 4 weeks in a row and it was just worked out super well for me. I just kind of went on a hot win streak there. 
Um, but I was, I was honestly, I was super hesitant, hesitant and nervous before kind of joining THL. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And I'm not sure if I'm going to, you know, these are all like, you know, seem like really kind of hardcore Hearthstone players. And I'm sure a lot of them are playing forever. And am I, I going to fit in and that kind of stuff? And I'll be honest, like I could not have been more surprised by the community. I thought it was, it's just um, an absolute ton of fun. And then all the content that they're creating surrounding it with like the different streams and the different um, shows talking about the different uh, series and stuff. So it's just um, absolutely too much fun. And then, yeah, yeah really. And it, even if you can't find your way onto a team this first season, like just, just saying, Hey, you know, being um, going in and just subbing. Cause you all, you know, almost every week, you know, one team or another needs a sub. So you can come on and sub for a few games yes. and then, you can. Uh, yeah, well, like like Magooch yeah. did, and then get swept. <laughs> well, he wasn't yeah, the one bad. seat, though, so, I mean... He wasn't yeah, the so one seat. We just threw, threw him the wall. Like so, the, it was yeah, pretty so, so, if you don't mind if I derail this for a minute, um, I have a, a little, hopefully not too deep, uh, PR question for you. So, yeah, sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have hit Legend before. It's been a very long time, and for a lot of the recent months, I've been almost exclusively a wild player. So I I am actually kind of I guess that rank fifteen standard player. How do you adjust for long term players, people who have maybe hit legend a while ago, but you know like me haven't been there in, in quite a while? How does that figure into your uh, your PR? Is well, that something you adjust for or? Well, the PR is is really just a starting point. Um, so like if you, you did hit legend in the past, which means you are capable of being that, high, you know, of the, having that high level play. So there is no sort of buffer to, um, to, you know, give you say, oh yeah, you haven't been legend for a year. So we'll, we'll put you back at a rank 15 player. But the way the PR works is like the first 10 games are, uh, like double PR. So let's say you start okay. off at like 400 PR, which is. 400 out of 550 is the max you can get. So 400 PR. And let's say you lose the first 10 games. You're going to lose a lot of PR, which is then going to bump you down into the lower tiers, and you're not going to stay where you're at. Um, and also, as teams progress throughout the season, let's say you're 400 PR and you're the one seed, and let's say you lose four games in a row and you lose 80 PR, you're probably not going to be the one seed anymore. And on that team in that scene, you're probably going to jump down to the three seed or even the four seed and play against players of your equal uh, PR. So to make up for that, we, we basically double the PR gains and losses uh, at the very at when players start off so that they can find their sort of where they are. Sometimes, like you said, like you, you haven't played for a while, so maybe your play level is a little bit lower. So you do start off with a, maybe a little bit rusty. And some people we've seen start off like at 100 PR and they win and they go from 100 to like 300, 400 in one season. So um, that, and that's that been carries over too. from season to season. Yes, your PR carries over from season mm-hmm. to season. So next season, my PR will be the same as, as last season. And same as yeah, Very cool. everybody else's. Yeah, so like my first my first match, I was like a three oh seven or something like that, and I was playing against somebody who was a I think like a one fifty, and so my first match got completely swept, completely destroyed, lost zero to three, was never in any of those three games, um, and I lost like a hundred and something yeah. odd PR, like boom right there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, 
So, uh, which actually was the biggest discrepancy uh, in, like, PR for, like, the whole season of any other player. So, like, as well as MVP, I also won, like, I was the victim of, like, uh, the Big Game Hunter yeah. Award against, like... <laughs> I was the the biggest loser, so it was a it was an all around win for me this season. I was you know all the highs and all the lows. It was it was a blast. So and one thing that kind of stunned me was people just at least from what I could tell, there wasn't a whole lot of oh you know this person stinks or this person's no good or like you know make sure you don't add this person to your team or whatever. Like if people go on some losing streaks, at least from what I could tell in like the the chats and stuff, like nobody was like oh. Man, we really screwed up adding this person to our, our our roster or anything like that. So people kind of understand how things work out, and because of how like the PR changes throughout the season, it does kind of like self regulate to a certain extent. Where yeah. maybe you're overranked or underranked, you do kind of end up at that like at happy medium where you should be in in your PR. So, it's so pretty basically, cool. Dano started where he wasn't supposed to start, and now and now he is where he's supposed to be. So. <laughs> Because <laughs> you started off in the five seed and you moved up to the three seed, so probably at where you're supposed to be now. So moved up, move up to the two, two seed, seed yeah. and then Itachi yeah. beat me, and then I I drop and, and lost three to two. But, yeah, two uh, three seeds. Right then at. I end up in the yeah. three seed, and yeah, some of the three seed now. I'll ask where I'll start with next season too. Is I'll be starting out in the three seed because um, yeah. a mage will be our two seed. He's a solid two seed, so I think he's. Yeah, he's good. I think that's about right. And then no town in the one, so. Um, and I, I do want to mention cool. one more thing before, before we oh, move on. Um, one thing I do love about our organization, and I think it's unique to ours. I think some do, but I don't know many that do. We, like you had mentioned content, and I wanted to go into a little bit about that. We have shows mm-hmm. that we do weekly uh, when the season's going mm-hmm. on that talk about the series and the games. It's kind of like ESPN for our organization. So like, let's say your yeah. team is doing really well and you want to hear the hosts talk about your team. Well, j- tune in to the, to the, the uh, show and you can hear us talking about your team, talking about, uh, you know, what, what's coming up next week. Um, you know, so we talked a lot about Dano's team this week or not this week, this season, because he, uh, his team was doing really well. It's a surprise. Nobody picked at the beginning of the season. Nobody picked them to be in the top four. And no, it was, which was super yeah. cool. Right. And so, and they, they were a surprise and we talked about it. So like, like the content on top of that, that, that people do is, is amazing. And, and the people that are in there are amazing. And like you said, there's people get salty, but it's not in a, you know, it's not in a very aggressive way. And we highly discourage people from removing people because they you know they're not playing well or whatever that's not that's not what we stand for um yeah we we stand for is yeah you're not playing well well let's find out what you're doing and let's help each other to become better players and you know and and have fun that's the the main thing so so if you like that come check us out yeah, I will say that yeah. that stepping in for one week, and I've said this on the cast before, the the resources that came from the Discord, from the other players on the team, saying, "Let's look at your lineup. Let's look at their previous lineups. Let's look at what are you strong with, what do you not feel super comfortable with." And it was just all absolutely supportive for someone who's stepping in and had three days of exposure to it. It was super cool. Yeah. If you want to better your and play, yeah, the- definitely look look at joining. Yeah. Oh, I'm a better player because of it. Like, no, 100. Yeah, like, I, I mean, it was... the time constraint is my biggest consideration, but I'm seriously considering it. Well, the <laughs> it's a time. Actually, fun. you brought uh, up yeah. another point, so I can I can continue on about this. So, um, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> uh, I, what I like about our organization too is we don't do like you don't you're not required to play your match on a specific day. You have a week to yeah. plan out your match. So let's say you're like a lot of us and you're dads or you know you got a job or whatever you basically communicate with your opponent saying hey these are the times that i'm available and then you guys find times that are available and then you play out your match all you got to do is really uh shell out a one week in the in one hour in the week any time of the week that you're available and let's say you're not available that week well that's why we have substitutes you can tell your captain hey i'm not going to be available this week so um can you find me a sub and so it's very flexible. Where you're not, you're not like forced to play on a specific day. You can move around your times, and and for me, it's not the same every week. It's different. You know, depending. I'm a music teacher and a band director, so I have days where I work at night and I can't play that night. So one night I might be able to do that night. One night, some nights it might be another night. So we're very flexible in that matter. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, yes, we have we actually have a player from the Philippines on our team this year in the five seed. So, like, flexibility is wow, something that's, that's super cool. Very, about this. very cool though. <laughs> He's uh, he works in uh, like the restaurant industry, so like his hours are like you know just back and forth so really he just can't play during the day here because he's sleeping other than that he can play so it actually works out pretty well um and then as far as content goes like i disarmo is uh uh you're in uh tavern talk yes. right which i was i really enjoyed tavern talk i tried to i watched every episode either like on twitch live or i watched like the vod of it but my favorite my favorite content i think hands down is the uh thl um power ranking podcast it's just so good and it's just top notch and then the the hosts are just super smart and beautiful um wise beyond their years um Oh, it's new. Madden Ar- Madden Arms and I are doing. Okay, so, oh, I was so I was I was leaning that way. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? I was wondering whether I should not? bring that up too. Like, and there's about to be a whole bunch more content. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were ready to drop that yet. Or Is that really happening? Yeah, so we're recording episode zero right after Christmas, and then episode one will be the week of uh, the first week of the. Uh, of the new season, so dang, that's yep. awesome! I didn't even know this. Yeah, it's gonna be super, yeah, it's gonna be super fun. So we've got like, so we're gonna do have three aspects of it. We're gonna have the the hosts' opinions are gonna be part of the power ranking. Then we have an actual like power ranking, um, like worked out in Excel using like a real PR versus like, expectations versus reality. So kind of like you know, here's what they've done in the past. Here's what we would expect versus where they are, and then we're gonna have like a uh, a weekly poll thrown out there oh, wow. to um, the players, a lot of and then we're gonna like, yeah, we're gonna look at it that way and just do a little bit about each team, and then just rank each team um, uh, from golden common up to legend. So nice. Um, yeah, it's gonna be super fun, and I'm excited about it. And you know me, if I if I like something, I have to do a podcast about it because <laughs> I am a mediocre white man. And that's what we do. So, <laughs> um, all right. So that was awesome and fun, and I love the THL. And you should definitely, definitely, definitely join if you're thinking about it. So reach out to me or or Desharmo. Go to the website; it's awesome. So I think it's time to move on. It is time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? All right. Uh, I'm up first in the notes. So this week I played Final Fantasy XII, uh, the new one for PS4. Um, I'd already beat it previously. 
Um, but I really wanted to start a new a new campaign where I was, you know, each player has like, so like there's like 12 different professions available. And so I wanted like each character to be able to have like a specific profession. So each profession got used. I knew that through my first playthrough. Um, so I started, just started the, the new one. And uh, my main character is going to be an evasion <clears throat> tank. So he's going to be white priest plus um, like the rogue type class. Uh, oh, this is a Hearthstone yeah, podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm like. I was supposed to say, I, I might get kicked off the podcast for doing this, but it says this week in a Hearthstone. I couldn't play this week. It was such a yeah, bummer. I like, it. I crashed hard, right? Like, so, like, I was at rank three, two stars, rank three, rank three, rank three, three stars, something like that. And I, I dropped to the rank floor oh, in, like, a day. Like, just crash and burn. And, like, this, like, if you went to our Discord, I was just tilted, just like, Angry typing, losing. Angry typing, losing. It was it was brutal. I just couldn't handle it. Like the first day was the first weekend. Oh, it was wow. kind of fun. Um, I enjoyed it, you know. And then like it just the meta shifted, and I was just not prepared for it. And I didn't play for a couple of days because we had like Christmas stuff going on. And I came back on Sunday night, and it was brutal. So so I moved on to a PS4 game. So <laughs> that that was my so, week in Hearthstone. This week in Hearthstone, no Hearthstone. <laughs> Very little Hearthstone, which is the first time I've been able to say that since the start of the show. Like even during like peak evolve Shaman Nazoth, I was still like jamming games and like I hit legend and was having fun. And then this last week, like I couldn't do it. Like like I had just ran out of you know, what's to give. I just could not like put myself out there. And I was like, I just have to step back. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to watch some doctor who I'm going to take our advice. and I'm going to step away from the game because this isn't fun. Why am I doing this? And so like, you know, the nerfs are coming. I'll play again after the nerfs. So I think if the nerfs weren't coming, I think I would have figured something out. Right. Like if they hadn't been like, yeah, nerfs are coming. Just sit tight. I, I, I mean, I think if they hadn't said that, I would have I would have kept on playing and I would have like found a way to make lemonade with the lemons because that's what I did, you know, in the previous meta. Um, but because that was that light at the end of the tunnel, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm obviously not having fun. Um, I gotta stop. <laughs> so I did. Uh, hey, good for you, man. If that's about, what you gotta do, that's great. Yeah, well, it took a bit to get there. If you were in Discord that night, uh, ooh, it was it was peak old school Dano. Let me just say. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. How about you, Magooch? What'd you do? So, as I'm sure everyone listening knows, I've been grinding dailies <laughs> and taking time off and playing all the wild lately. So, I I actually kind of mini took a break during that like half week where we got the old meta back, and I actually just dove in hardcore. Um, I'm because I play mostly wild. I've tanked standard on like to 15 or below on most regions. And I'm at the place where everyone has all the free shaman cards and they're playing Galakron shaman because they know it's the best deck, but they don't know how to play it yet. And I love all the death rattle rogue builds. So there's the huge one that everyone knows about the Ankasath. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Anubisath warrior with Anka. Um, that makes all the gross 1010 wisps and whatever. But there's a couple other super cool builds. There's like a more standard uh, Death Rattle Rogue that's running uh, mechanical whelps and some other stuff. And then there's a super cool Waxadred Stowaway Necrium Apothecary one, 
where you give Apothecary the um, Wax of Dread Death Rattle, then it dies, and then you pull it out of the deck with Stowaway. So you can you can get multiple Wax of Dreads on the board. And I feel like if, if the meta goes more control, that's super cool. But, oh my god, I love this deck. And uh, my Whale Flex for the week is I made, for some stupid reason, I don't know how long ago, a Golden Wisp. And... Why did you make a golden whip? I I, it was for some combo deck. I don't even think it was for Rogue. And this was like a year and a half ago or something. It might have been a, <laughs> um, one of those... Um, man, I don't even remember. It might have been a Druid deck or something. But I'm like, oh, I got the golden wisp. You get to play zero mana golden 10-10s. Ten um, it's amazing. I love it. I'm having the time of my life right now. Uh, I'm still working through bonus quests on the other regions. But I made... The Anubis Hath Rogue on Asia, like immediately, because I'm at like rank 17 down there. And I'm just abusing <laughs> people, and I'm a bad person, but oh, I love it. Nah. This is what I've been waiting for. No. Um, That's, yeah, it's, it's, your, it's yeah. your thing, right? Yeah. And I'm back to like a one and done on this brawl. The, it's the uh, Christmas, Christmas one, and everybody figured out that Warlock has all the great tools to just kill the thing over and over again. And then you get to like turn four, and you get to play. Three or four of those ask for a treasures and play some zero mana five fives and it's just it's cool but yeah it's not something I want to do a lot of so I'm gonna clean up all my uh, all my quests and uh, get get back to grinding on standard because uh, I I don't remember the last time I played more than like five or ten games of standard in a row um, I, I'm cool. done digging it yeah good I'm glad you like I'm glad you're liking it it seems like a kind of I don't expect Necron Apothecary to stay where it is for very long. I'm kind of happy that it made it through this round, but I feel like Rogue could be one of the boogeyman decks now that Shaman's maybe taking a hit. Uh, you know, it's such a high roll deck. It's I really don't think not. they'll touch it. It's really not. I've been... It, like, you can not draw Necron Blade. You can draw Apothecary late. It's got Rogue shenanigans going on in it. Um that uh, the pirate that puts two one ones in your hand is fuel for it. It's it's got wisp that you can combo with um, evil miscreant. It it does rogue things, and uh, I feel like it, like I said with the wax of dread build, it could move even a, a little more controlly to be able to do all that in one turn where you can't get like hosed by a um, by an ooze or a silence or something like that. So. Uh, I, I think this deck has real legs, and I think people are going to start to see that it's... I locked into this early before the discussion got to where it is now, and I, I totally think that it, it might need to be looked at. It's definitely very strong, but we'll, I guess it remains to be seen. Well, cool. I'm glad, I hope it works out for you. I've been playing it a little bit um, uh, during my free fall to the rank floor, and uh, it's it's... It's a Barnes deck, but it's a, it seems like a consistent Barnes deck, which is always scary. Um, I didn't for sure. I didn't play so, everything on this computer. I played a couple on my tablet, but I'm at 68% with it. Nice. I'll have to get your build. Um, just like post it in our, our Discord oh, totally. or Slack or something like that. Cool. All right. How about you, Desharma? What did you do this week? Well, um, I've actually been playing Standard. Um, I've been playing uh, some, some Holy Wrath Paladin. Um, I got tired of losing to Shaman, and I refuse. I'm the kind of guy that refuses to play that the uh, the, the popular deck or whatever you want to call it, the one that's winning. Yep. Hearthstone hipsters. Yeah, I don't. Hearthstone. Hipsters. I mean, we could have called, called the cast yeah. that, but <laughs> I just I just don't want to play the deck that's winning. I want to play the deck that beats the deck that's winning. I want to punish you for playing the best deck. 
so I I play Holy Wrath Paladin, uh, try to win, and um, and it worked for a little while. Um, I didn't really lose any rank. In fact, I I went from rank five to rank three, but uh, that was nice. that was with a lot of uh, ups and downs. And I kind of hit a, a floor at three because I started facing people that were counting Holy Wrath Paladin, countering Holy Wrath Paladin, because everybody was playing either Holy Wrath Paladin or Shaman, and so like, well, if you're going to play the counter, then I'm going to play the counter to the counter. And so uh, I got tired of facing uh, Shaman encounters to Holy Wrath Paladin. So I was like, you know what, going to move on to Battlegrounds. And so I started playing Battlegrounds for the first time because I don't really play it. I didn't really play it oh, at all. Cool. I, I saw it and I was like, ah, this isn't for me. Started playing it and I was like, man, this is actually pretty cool. And in like, I don't know, 10, 15 games, I got up over uh, 5,000 MMR or whatever it's called. So Cool. Nice. Good work. So that's, that's my way. Yeah, I played a... Yeah, that's awesome. I played quite a bit of Battlegrounds the first week it was released, and I, I play it here and there, but I don't play a ton of it. But it, I, I think it's a ton of fun, for sure. I'm so glad they added it to Hearthstone. No, um, that's for I'll sure, say that so. this one thing, though. I learned Battlegrounds is not mobile-friendly. Like, they make it for mobile, no, but, like, the amount of clicking friendly. and things you have to do, like, to hide your hand, to, like, drag things, it's way too... Yep. Yeah, that honestly doesn't surprise. I mean, that the layout is, like, the huge reason. I, I haven't even tried this. Um, I downloaded Hearthstone on mobile, like, a month or so, maybe two months ago, and played, like, two games, and I was like, no, I can't deal with the UI. It's just my personal preference, but I can't imagine trying to play Battlegrounds on it. No, I think the worst part about it is that the freeze and the re-roll buttons are right next to each other on the mobile. Yep, and that's just I, I got I got burned by that like multiple times. And I'm like, well, never doing this again on mobile because this is just not doable. Well, and some and of there's those... no reason for them to be opposite. You can you can have them be opposite. It's just they just choose to have it be in the same side, I guess, because for consistency with the desktop version, which I think is a bummer. But well, like there's like you have to like click your hand and then unclick your hand, yeah. then drag. Yes. It's like extra things you have to do in the client in the mobile than yep. than you have to do in the client, and it's like it slows you down a lot. And I was playing for the first time, and I was in a really good position, and I had like ten moves I had to do, and I couldn't do it all. And and like there was one point where I was like clicking this card, and I was like, why is this not going in there? What is wrong? And then I realized <laughs> I didn't click off the, the the hand, so I could make it smaller. And I was, yeah. So that's yeah. I'm not playing uh, Battlegrounds on mobile anymore. It's not a mobile game at all. Nope. The, a- the mean, APM you, I see you can from do some it, of the... but you can't yeah, do it don't, well. So. Just don't play the the APM characters that you have to like do a lot of stuff. Yeah, the APM I've yeah. seen from like high ranking players on desktop is hard enough. Yeah, for, I, and I I still haven't played a ton of Battlegrounds. I've maybe done a couple dozen. Um, I I can't imagine trying to do that much that fast on on the small screen with the you know you small hitboxes, yeah. moving your hand out of the way, extra actions. Yeah, it's it's a nice idea, but I, I think that makes it kind of tough, especially when it's going to become super competitive because people have, and it's great that people dived into it like very hardcore. Um, it it's a very great thing for their new mode to get like a ton of attention and be very popular. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's enjoy a tasty Naga sandwich. The Naga sandwich is the compliment sandwich of entrees. It is two good ingredients sandwiching a not so good ingredient. Taste my blades. <laughs> <laughs> Thrallum not here to laugh at it, so it's not quite as funny. No, and I was—I wanted to record one for this week, and I was like, "Oh, you told me he was taking the, the week off." I was like, "I guess I'll have to wait, and we'll surprise him with it." <laughs> 
taste my blades. Uh, that was mad at arms uh, <laughs> saying taste my blades. Wow. Uh, all right. So what's our first good ingredient this week, uh, Magooch? New set means people are coming back to the game and there is a bump in that friends list that is always super great to see. One of the worst feelings in the world, especially playing on like other regions when I don't have as many friends, is when you sit on that 80 gold friend quest for like three weeks and you're like, no, nah, I just got to roll it because I got to try and get through some extra gold to get some packs. And now when they pop up, people are around. There's more people to spectate with and co-op with. And it's it's super good to have people coming back to the game. It's always a good time. Agree 100%. Um, how about how about you, Desharma? What is the not-so-good ingredient this week? Um, one word, shaman stone. Just mm. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Just uh, and, and, and the funny thing is, is that where I'm ranked one through five, people are basically just tryharding to get to legend. It's sort of like an avenue to legend. I found that when you're playing at like rank 10, sometimes people don't, they're not tryharding as much. So they're not playing as many of the best decks, but it's just, it really sucks when you're on ladder and you're like, up, oh, here's another shaman up. Oh, I can't do anything <laughs> about that because I'm trying to play another deck, you know? So yeah. it just... Or- Maybe they have like a suboptimal build because they don't have a great collection or they're not play- making the best plays every turn and you can find yeah. your, or your outs around it. But I mean, seeing something like uh, it was like 62% of the meta between uh, five and legend is shaman. Yeah. It's, Galacron it's, shaman in particular is, is wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a few people playing Galacron shaman. However, uh, counterpoint to that being if you are a competitive player and you do play in a league style series or play some actual um, GPs or something like that, uh, you get a lot of practice in for the mirror right now, and that might be very important. Well, and one thing we do in the THL, shameless plug, uh, you can ban <laughs> you can ban Shaman. So if you don't want to play it, ban it. Yes. Or if you want to target it, yeah. but you can't really target no, that deck. So. Play Holy Wrath Paladin but, pretty much shit. Yeah. And not even yeah. then, it's not even a yeah. target. It's like, it could still win fifty, yeah, I, uh, win 42% of the time. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, I might win. Yeah, that's always a hard... Yeah, that, that's like a... Sometimes you can, like, target the best deck, and this is, like, one of those decks I feel like... It's just... Targeting it seems super hard. It's definitely a ban. Um, I get the best good this week, and the best good is I am getting a ton of gold because of these nerfs. Uh, how much? I'm getting 4,300 gold because of these nerfs. <laughs> You've been sitting getting on everything? Us. Well, this, that's, what how, that's how obviously broken these cards were. Oh, yeah. It was when I was going through and doing my, like, you know, like you normally go through and you just, like, dust this card, don't dust this card. Like, I was like, yeah, okay, these cards, this card's broken, this card's broken, this card's broken, this card's broken. I just saved them. I didn't dust a single one of them. And so I'm, like, getting the payday right now. So I'm getting, like, 1,600 gold from Corrupt Elementalist, 1,900 gold from Faces Corruptors, and 800 from Mogu Flesh Shapers. You left out Sludge Slippers. I don't have extra Sludge Slippers. I only have the two. So. Oh, but you're going to keep them, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I never, I don't ever dust uh, potentially playable cards. So, like, I'm getting 4,300 dust while also keeping two of, of each of these. Okay. So, I, see, I haven't yeah. counted. I know I have four or five Faceless Corruptor and one Golden, and that probably is still good enough to play. Like, 
Very, very good enough. I might dust Mo Flesh Shapers and also Corrupt Elementalists and like never play Shaman again because I'm kind of bored of it. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, uh, the, um, the Mogu Flesh Shaper right now. So that's the 800 dust. That's if I, I have two goldens and one regular. So I figure I'll keep one golden and one regular simply because that way I'll have the two to play with if they stay playable. Though I might just dust both of them because I don't know if a nine drop Mogu Flesh Shaper is actually playable or worth playing because you're Since not. You're never going to get it cheaper. Oh, wait. Actually, yeah, I mean, you are. Yeah. No, you're so, I don't you're know. So you'll still, you'll still get it still cheap, fine. right? But like you're just going to. You're just gonna mutate into a, a giant for the most well, part, right? So I guess we could talk about it during the nerf section. But what makes it what makes yeah. it the best is is like playing it for zero mana. That's like even nerfing it to where it's only down to one mana. That's still like really good because you can't play it when you have when you have no mana. You can play it when it's like zero mana, but so I think it's huge. Yep. That's, oh, yeah, that's I, yeah. very true. I, it also changes the I don't know pool significantly of what it's going to hit. And I, I'm sure that, you know, mutating this into a 10 drop, while it's not, you know, it costs more mana, but there's some goofy 10 drops. And I don't know. I'd have to review the pool to have an informed decision. But I, I feel like that's going to be a good chunk of how it affects the playability of the card. Yeah, I think this kind of goes right into Filthy Casual, so we might as well get right into that. Oh, so. no, you can get that... One day, I'll be a real knight. 10-10 reborn off it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that's... I mean, you're not you're not going to be able to kill an entire board of... You know, I that's probably worse than some of uh, the 8 drops you'll get, so... But, um, yeah, so each week we roll a d20, pick a rank between 1 and 20, and talk about the meta at that specific rank. Not doing that this week. Why is that, Magooch? Uh, we could literally close our eyes and roll, and it, we'd be able to talk about Shaman at every rank. Yeah, yeah. Every single rank is, is Shaman, and just I don't think anyone wants that right so now. So part of that so is because, because Galakron's free and a lot of the cards are cheap, Like it's not super hard to build this deck. No. Nope. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about the nerfs instead. So nerfs are coming. They got announced today. Yay, Cloud. Woohoo! Woohoo! Wait, button, press. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right, so let's just run down the nerfs real quick. Uh, Corrupt Elementalist now costs six mana up from five. Sludge Slurper, this one kind of surprised me, I'll be honest, now has one attack instead of two. Faceless Corruptor now has four attack instead of five. And Mogu Flesh Shaper, like we were saying, now costs nine instead of seven. All right, so why don't we just go on the list and kind of chat about these real quick. So Corrupt Elementalist uh, costs six mana instead of five. What do we think about, about that? Does the Elementalist itself have Rush? This one does? No. No, the, it's the, the other no, one. Corrupt Elementalist does. is the, the one that summons is two. The one that, yes. Yeah, right. so this is, this is the double Invokes one. Invokes twice, so, okay. Yeah. Yep. So you get a 3-3, three, three, yeah. and you still get two two ones with Rush. Yep. So... It's a turn later. You can still hit Galakrond on seven. It's fine. Yeah, I think you still play it in Galakrond Shaman. Oh, oh but for like, sure. I, I was still, I was playing Galakrond Shaman at the beginning of the meta. And you would just keep this. I mean, if you had coin, you just kept this card. Because you just want to coin, if you coin it out on four, you just won. I think you, you know, I've heard people so, say even without coin, you keep this because it hits twice on five and that's now it's on yeah, six it's and just, maybe, maybe now you keep it with the coin, but getting you yeah, halfway there is huge. 
It's the only yeah, one that does that a, on its own. Sorry. Well, it was just a, a big board swing as well, right? Because you had two two ones with rush, so you could just even if you were a little bit behind on board, this would just catch you right back up. Just super good. So, um, I think it's still playable. I expect it will still be played. I don't think, I don't think this Galcron Shaman is at all going away. It might just be no, absolutely out. not. I, I honestly, I think part of the problem is, um, Fro- Invocation of Frost or whatever it is. Um, that's that's crazy powerful to freeze and. So I, I don't want to go too far out of order. I think Sludge Slurper getting the attack dropped is a pleasant surprise, but I'm slightly more surprised that it was this card instead of the Elementals. I think two ones with Rush all the time is is huge. Like, sure, you're not really doing all that much with it after the Hero Power, but the board presence you get from playing the Invoke cards. And Freeze Shaman was always a meme, but a one-mana Freeze and a 2-1 is ridiculously strong yeah i i do like that it looks like galakron shaman is still playable i don't want i i don't want them to just be like oh this deck is really good let's nerf it to the ground so that you know it's nothing but a smoldering heap of garbage right i would rather something like this as opposed to just saying like yeah now they are one ones and they don't have rush right or something like that no i think it's absolutely Uh, still playable i think it's probably still very very strong as well yeah, I hope so. Because I mean, I like shaman, and I want to play shaman, different kinds of shaman. So I, I, yeah, I think the sludge slurper one surprised me. I, I don't know if it's still play both one attack. So like, I don't think so. had about it on Discord, and he was like, "Yeah, now it's just a a rat that you play on turn one. That's good, right? Kind of, but I, I don't know. Um, because it wasn't it wasn't like shaman was playing, um." wasn't playing that anyways, really. So in non-quest builds, so I don't know if Sludge Slurper is actually still playable. What do you think, Desharmo? Um, Well, uh, with the Sludge Slurper or the Corrupt Elementalist? Either one. Well, I think, the honestly, I think two of these nerfs were to keep the cards playable, and two of these nerfs basically made the cards almost unplayable. Um, Mm -hmm. The Corrupt Elementalist, I think, even at six mana, I I still think that it's still a pretty good card. It's a it's a double invoke card. That's I think that in itself invoking Galakron twice is insane. That's that's a lot of value that you're getting it's, from it's one the card. Only double, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like you get and plus not only that and I and I was talking with somebody about this. If you think about all the other Galakrons, all the other ones are tempo losses. Shaman is the only one out of all the Galakrons that are it's a tempo gain. You know, you're playing Rush Minion to kill something on the board. The Priest, you get a card in your hand that's basically worthless that turn, unless you're playing, like, a high mana. The, it's a pre, it's a Priest Minion. It's pretty much worthless yeah. every turn. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the the Rogue gives you a Lackey, which is good. You guess you can, you know, you can uh, do something with that if you have mana left. Um, and the, uh, what's the other one? The Warrior one gives you three attack. I guess that's okay. It's just not as That's it's fun. not as gross as as uh, as the as the two one rush. You do have to take. I mean, if you're going to hit a minion, you're going to take face damage as a warrior. And then um, uh, and then the last one is the uh, what's the last one? I'm missing one. Uh, rogue shaman, rogue warrior, warlock. And the Warlock yeah. one is just playing 1-1s one on the uh, board. The Imps. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah. So like the only one that's a tempo gain 
is is really the shaman one and slash maybe the warrior one, and that's what makes it so good. And I think having it invoked twice makes it even better. And I think even at six mana, it's still going to be playable. It's still going to be in the in the in the Galakron deck, and it's still going to be a good card. I mean, I feel like you could reasonably play elementalists and and just frost invocations and play Galakron on level two, and it, your four fours are fine. Like eight eights are great, but the few games that I did play, by the time that I hit Galakron, I was hitting for lethal with the Arcanite Reaper. Yeah. Yeah. How about this? What do you think about the Sludge Slurper? I think that this this almost makes this unplayable. I mean, it's it's yeah. essentially uh, the 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 one one like you had mentioned, um, and it, it, that two attack at really early on is is uh, you people might think oh you're just losing one attack, but like at one mana two attack you're losing half of its value. You're you're downgrading it by fifty percent in terms of attack. At, at the first uh, mana, and that was that's really important. Taking out two mana minions, being able to contest their O twos or or their two drops, their their three twos or whatever. Three twos, flame imps. Yes, exactly. Now you can't do that, that kind of thing. Yeah, like this, it doesn't. It's not strong board presence anymore. When you when you can't play anything into a sludge slipper, knowing it's just going to die for their one mana that gave him some kind of value. And it was. It was so good with like both taunt lackey and rush lackey, yeah. right? It was it became a it became a three one rush or it became a two three with taunt. That those are both really good. And <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> also you remember how bad everyone thought Titanic lackey was going to be? It's actually really. Oh, good. I ended up being so good. I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I thought, okay, it's a little average. I played a ten ten one of uh, those nope. in that rogue deck too. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I I played ten ten of those with rogue as well. So I think I think um, sludge Surfer. It's basically going to only find its way into probably if Quest Shaman's still a thing, because it, it's, it's good yep. in that to use the hero power in that, and maybe Murloc Shaman. But I don't think it's going to... I think it'll still be a Murloc Shaman yeah. because it's still a Murloc yeah. and it gives you gas. Yep. I'd like to see yep. a little divergence from Quest Shaman and Galakron Shaman anyway. Yeah. Well, Aggro Shaman was a big deal. I hit Legend with that. Don't... Uh, don't uh, no, I'm just saying divergence. I'm, I'd like to see the decks take you know a little different shape and not be. Oh, so close. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying which is so. Yeah, it's not played in every single every single deck. Yes, Correct, I agree. Yeah. That's probably why they nerfed it. If I had to guess, so. Uh, Phoenix's Corruptor now has four attack down from five. What do you all think? I think this is still playable. I think even even oh, at yeah. uh, five four was really 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 op. Four four two four four <laughs> is still op. I say I still think yeah. this is going to be in decks, and I still think this is fine. In fact, I would venture to say yep. this is not even a strong enough nerf for this card. I mean, I'm still going to yeah. play a ten ten that makes something else a ten ten in that death rattle rogue, <laughs> so this is fine, <laughs> fine with me. This this honestly, in that rogue deck, I don't think the the nerf would ever matter in this because you could make this a one one, and when by the time you get it to a ten ten, it's turned something else into a ten ten. This kind of suffers from the Serenite Chain Gang issue. Where it's duplicating the card in your hand that that's carrying any buffs, that's the problem, possibly. So, yeah, yeah, and last, um, and certainly not least, Mogu Flesh Shaper now costs nine instead of seven. Uh, <coughs> I feel like this got nerfed to the ground. What do you guys? One hundred percent agree. This is not playable. Yeah, like being able to play this, like yeah. I mentioned, for zero mana is really important you're not going to be able to do that anymore 
So you have to do it next turn, and then your board's clear, and now you have a nine mana flesh shaper again, uh, a flesh shaper again. So this is huge, huge, huge nerf, big time. Yeah, I think the thing that disappoints me the most about this nerf is the fact that they did not do this a month ago, right? I mean, they could have done this a month ago, a month and a half ago during Shaman Stone Part One, um, and it would have done a lot to kind of rein in. Evolve Shaman. Now, the problem would have been then, what about Nazoth, right? Because Nazoth was also a huge problem. But um, I think the Mogu Flesh Shaper change had to happen because of Evolve Lackey and because of Mutate. So, why why bother waiting? I feel like there are Sorry. fringe places where this might be playable into an almost full board when you can maybe get some value off of it, but it's not going to be ubiquitously played like it is now. Now. It would be a control, maybe like a totally different type of deck, but I don't think it's going to go in what it would. No, it has to go in a board now. flood deck, right? And Either a I flood deck it. or, yeah. You're not going to play this in eight. You're not going to ever want to play this for anything less than, you know, a couple mana or no mana. No, right? I think that if you ever play this so for more than three, it's not really. Three, four at tops. Like, you're not playing this for nine just to mutate it into something well, else. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, then just put a 10 mana card. Yeah. card for right? a random like, 10 not? mana card that, that's <laughs> totally pool dependent. I mean. Well, yeah, think about no. why you why you play Shaman decks, too. You play, you, I mean, sorry, why you play Mutate. You play it for Mogu Flesh Shaper. So you're going to see Shaman decks not playing Mutates anymore now. That'd so be I super think, cool. Which is fine. Yeah, and so you, your shaman yeah. will be doing regular shaman things and not broken shaman things. Which is my favorite kind of shaman stuff. Actually, I like all shaman stuff, to be honest. Let's be, let's be great. I mean, I, I like control shaman, too. So I just like shaman. So, all right. Each week, we surf Reddit, except friend requests. Excuse me. I'm going to try that again. So each week we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, and read the comment section of YouTube to ask Hearthstone fans, why are you so salty? Let's get salty! Uh, Alright, so this is uh, this was uh, brought up on Twitter uh, when I sent out something about my, my meltdown. I was like, hey, if anyone got something better than my meltdown in, in uh, Discord, go ahead and share it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to finding uh, this meltdown, too, because I was not privy to this at the time. Uh, it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it even included like Enthralamon trying to like be a voice of reason and me just getting mad at him about that what? because that's just our relationship. Um, or vice versa. Sometimes I try to be the voice of reason with him and then he gets mad at me for that. Uh, you should be in Discord when we're playing our, um, duos matches. It's just him and I arguing. It's, <laughs> it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounds, sounds like something I'm definitely not too brother <laughs> at all. Yeah, basically right. It's basically what it is. I'll have to record it one day and just like share it with y'all because it is. It's the, <laughs> That's the like, true squash I'm... after dark. Dan and Enthralman <laughs> fighting over. <laughs> Usually, like at one point, like at one point in multiple matches, I've been like, "Okay, you are right. Drop it. What are we moving on?" <laughs> um, but all right. So the salt this week uh, from Reddit. The topic was five thousand win priest main. Utterly disappointed with the state of priest. So this is a little bit different than our normal salt, right? So normally we kind of make fun of somebody. This week, I think this guy is kind of spot on. So Or this lady, I'm not sure which. Um, so in light of the supposed shaman nerfs coming this week, I'm hoping that Blizzard wakes up and realizes that as egregiously overpowered shaman is, priest is just as, if not more egregiously, underpowered. Even if Shaman gets nerfed, Priest will still be sitting at a sub-40% win rate, and the reason is obvious. They have no identity, and any identity they do have 
every other class does it so much better. Healing, Paladin got a 5 mana 4 6 that heals for 8. Priest got nothing. Stealing from opponents, compare Hench Clan Burglar to Envoy of Lazul. It's an absolute joke. Death Rattles, Rogue got Nicarium Apothecary, one of the most broken Death Rattle cards ever released. Priest, the only playable card they received this expansion was Mind Flayer word. Crash! AKA sometimes a pile of the treasure. <laughs> yeah. Board clears. Warlock got crazed Netherwing. A Dustbreaker on steroids and an amazing three mana board clear. Priest got a crappy abomination and volcanic potion. Three years too late. Value. Quest Shaman and Control Warrior. Absolutely laugh at Galakron Priest. Yes. I love me <laughs> three mana test subjects. Combo. Good luck when we still relying on Northshire Clicker as our cleric as our only source of draw. What exactly does Priest do? Why are all of our cards taxed on stats and effects for no other apparent reason than, sorry, you're Priest? Does anyone on Team 5 play Priest at all? How can a balanced team release DOD for Shaman and Priest side by side and given the cards a pass? It's appallingly bad. Uh, and it goes on. Basically, uh, yeah. Like, I said this in uh, Discord again when they were releasing the Priest cards. It seems to be that the Priest identity is... Leftovers. Give them weird, give them weird cards that are unplayable. Like all of them are kind of like, oh, that's kind of a weird card. I've never seen them do something like that before. How is this playable? <laughs> I think the downside is <laughs> they get all these things that are very cool. Other than you know, like we were talking about in the pre-show, the the days of yore, broken big priest decks, and that being like the one thing they did. Other than you know, Raza mind blast machine gun priest, and then. Interfire, Divine Spirit, Combo Priest. I'm like, sure, they've had some Boogeyman decks over the years, but they do have they have lots of little pieces that would do something really cool. You remember that that Priest got a card that got nerfed before it came out to prevent Mechathune <laughs> shenanigans, and then we dealt with Snip Snap Rogue for how long? You know, they yeah. get all these super cool, very interesting pieces that just are from different puzzles and don't fit together. Yeah. That's kind of the best way to describe it, I would say. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with some what this guy's saying, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play the devil's advocate for a little bit here, and I think he overplays some of these cards as being bad when they're actually not. I think Mind Flayer Cars or whatever her name is is actually very good. I think it's a amazing card. It's better than a, a Pilot of Shredder. I think he's just downplaying it to make his point sound better. Uh, whenever anybody does that, it kind of for me makes the point seem like less. Uh, what do you mean? Less up? Uh, less sure, that. sure. Uh, like yeah. it, it's like when someone's trying to make something seem more bad. Just call it what it is and call bad bad. But th- some of these are not bad. And then the board clear. That was that's actually a pretty good board clear if you ask me. Like I, I th- dealing damage early game like that is something that priest needs. Now I think the problem is, and I'm, I guess I could agree to some degree here, is priest needs a win condition. Just look at when they got Nazoth. Nazoth was its win condition, and it flourished. It was really good. If Priest just has one sort of win condition, it'll be a fine deck. It needs to control the board and then have some way to win the game, and right now it doesn't have that. And that's where that's where it fails. And I think the anger comes from things like Infiltrator, that when it dies it kills one of your things, and then they Nazoth a whole bunch of them back, and it's not, it's not the end game that bothers people it's that those couple early interactions when they say that's it i've had enough and concede before they can play it as often bring a whole bunch of them back and you don't necessarily know that's going to happen 
So there's kind of that ingrained like feel bad memory from Priest, and I think that's that's like a huge um, unfair application to the class that that people you know recall this as being terrible from days when it was op and you can't really drag that out forever and and hang on to that feel bad you got to let them do something new or try a different uh angle the problem is their classic set kind of stinks right oh absolutely and the one card they had like you were saying earlier was was what happened to it the mind blast yeah Yeah, rotates yeah Yeah. hall of famed yeah, I like that card. I thought it was. I, sh- I didn't think that card should have been rotated, to be honest. I mean, it was a bummer losing to it, but it took work to get it to do what it did. Yep. At least a few of the times. I mean, there were there were points when it was a little easier than it was at other points, but it was still that was one of the identity things that is now gone. Well, people people keep telling me it's not the identity of priest, uh, and I say shadow priest. Like that's a yeah. thing. <laughs> like it's a, it's clearly, in my opinion, and being a former WoW player, it. That is an identity of priest being shadow and doing shadowy things. Yeah. Oh, I I thought the identity thing was weird with that because I thought it very much one hundred percent fit the identity of priest. Right. Uh, I think the reason that it usually when they rotate stuff like that, like think about vanish. I, if I'm assuming like in the next two sets or so, we'll see why that rotated. That's a sad thing too. Wanna... Every time I see one of those purple hero portraits, and I'm like. Man, if, if if Shadow Priest was a thing, like I would super be into it. It was at all playable. Yeah. And yeah. if it could scale up too, if you could have Shadow Visioned one of the thing one of those and like kept it going up. Huh. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> it's okay. Uh I think this is the perfect time to uh talk about lore. So lore is for nerds, and nothing is nerdier than co hosting a podcast about Hearthstone. Where we are. Mm, this one's a real page turner. <laughs> All right, Magooch, do your thing. All right, let's dive into our new scaly dragony friend, Galakron, since he is literally everywhere, but you only see one of the five, probably. Maybe a couple of the others. Uh, so you see two of the five. Okay. You see so, Warrior. So he's a proto dragon, meaning he's feral, kinda. Uh, actually, they're the precursors to Azeroth's current draconic species. They were descended. <laughs> I see uh, what you did there. From elementals <laughs> who managed to avoid being imprisoned on the elemental plane for whatever reason that happened. Uh, and they remained on Azeroth, where they gradually transformed into real flesh and blood creatures. Galakrond, in particular, now known as the Progenitor of Dragonkind, um, which is the title you get when you eat your friends, I guess. Um, <laughs> so consuming other I'm taking a drink of water, <laughs> consuming other proto dragons um, made Galakrond very large, uh, very strong. Also mutated and super gross. <laughs> he grew some arms and some legs from some places and random extra eyes. He kind of sounds like Cthulhu, which like is totally me after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and and rotted his scaly skin, making him appear undead, like the other proto dragons that he ate, who came back as undead after he ate them. Oh, really? Kind of, yeah. So he ate okay. them, and then and then they were like, what, still like, there, like defecated them, and then they came it's, back as like yeah, I'm not monsters. Really, I'm not gonna get into that. That's um, we're family friendly, right? We're I- not gonna make. 
digestion jokes. <laughs> well, there's only other. I'm trying to figure this out. Like the only so, parts of them. So like, so the, <laughs> I, have, I have questions. I I'm an expert, and I have questions. <laughs> but the uh, the post consumption proto dragons are the not living, quote unquote, but not the undead. Okay, makes sense there. So no, not no. undead, but quote okay. quote not living, unquote. So, so undead. Yes, exactly. Um, but no. But they would bite <laughs> other proto-dragons, and then they would get the hunger as well. So zombies on Azeroth. Hooray! Cool. Hooray, zombies! So, Hooray! so the dragon flights that we talked about a little while ago uh, were super threatened and possibly also scared by and worried about Galley. So they set about brawling with him because you can't let that kind of thing go on. So over time, Galakron's hunger grows like an Edwin Van Cleef played by dog. <laughs> and uh, the only edible dragons still hanging around were the not living uh, in his army. So he starts eating his army. And um, believe it or not, that almost works in his favor. And we'll get back to that in one second. Good. But okay. um, so a diabolical plan is hatched by Malagos and Neltherion to take down Galakrond. Which their plan is, uh, let's take this huge rock and shove it down his throat. Uh, literally. Okay. Um, it's a plan, I guess. So I don't, I'm not sure whether they were aware of this at the time, but Galakron's death breath is actually what controlled his undead hordes. So oh. blocking his airway kind of breaks the spell and all his zombies are like, hey, not cool. And they turned on him. Um, oh, kind of like a cat does after you die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very, very exactly. Um, so the battle rages on. Galakron's trying to give himself the Heimlich maneuver, and one of his former <laughs> not not undead, not living proto dragon buddies gets blasted right into his mouth by Naltherion, which <laughs> digs the boulder further into his throat, and he chokes to death. Literally, that's it. That's it. He chokes on a rock because one of his friends got bumped into him. Um, That's a terrible way to go. 10,000 years later, his broken (laughs) body is now a boneyard, remaining where he fell in Dragonblight and is known as Galakron's Rest. Oh. And that sounds like, um, that's like a gigantic insult. His rest. Oh, let him. No, he, he got, he got choked. Isn't that, is that where they're going in WoW this next time? I think it might be. I feel like right? there's maybe some link between... Um, so, a note. Um, both... Oh, dear. Uh, the Flesh Demons and, hey, and the Lich King... Mad at you, by and the, the Lich King are both interested in different, re- in different ways and for different reasons in reviving Galakrond as either um, an undead from the Flesh Demons or a... No, a uh, not living from the Flesh Demons and an undead from the Lich King. And... Uh, yeah, the dragon that all all of the aspects had to team up and get super lucky to kill seems like a great idea to bring him back to life. So that's going to happen, and we'll have a whole bunch of new expansions on multiple games. Sounds great. Yeah, they want they want them eight eights with Rush and Arcanite Reaper. <laughs> Can't blame them. <laughs> so I felt like I learned a lot. Like I I already knew all of that, but uh, um, I'm sure our listeners learned a lot and. <laughs> Um, that was obviously all from memory, you know, just memorized. So, yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you. I'm still confused and don't understand it. But um, 
Big mean dragon eats his friends, and they were like, not cool. And then he choked on one of them and died. And they're like, let's do that again. Uh, <laughs> I don't get so it. So imagine, imagine in two or three years when we go back to like the return of the Descent of Dragons and everybody gets a Galakrond. Galakrond the undead. Galakrond, uh, oh God. Lich Galakrons. Or, or Death Knight Galakrons. I'm about the 15 Norse Dormus we have. Like, first of all, how do we have 15 Norse Dormu in the game and how are they all unplayable? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I know we don't have 15, I'm being facetious, but I mean, there are three, right? And they are all unplayable. Yeah. Wait, there's three? I so, thought there was two. No, there's three. There's the original classic one that makes the, the 15, 15 seconds, second right? turn. And then the new one. Then there's the one that heals... Both of you to th- the back to thirty, That's and then there's the one that gives you both. That's Nazari. That's not Nuz- yeah, Nuzdormu. Isn't he? Isn't he a form of Nuzdormu? Is he? I don't know. You're an expert, though. Oh, I'm an expert. The so yes, he most certainly is. And and if you disagree with me because you think you're right, tweet, and the internet says you're right, you're show. all still wrong. Tweet the show. Make a stink. Don't get angry tweet. at us. Do it. At- at underscore Magooch or at Parliament <laughs> One. <laughs> yes, feed me with your hate. Send it my way. <laughs> All right, we're we're moving on to a quest. Give me a quest. <laughs> so, if you want to give us a quest, you can tweet at the show at Squelchcast or send an email to the Dragon Box at Squelchcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Cough, cough, cough from Magooch. He will never feel better. Um. This week we had like some outstanding suggestions, and I expect we'll, we will revisit them at some point. But uh, me being me and me being in charge of this segment this week means that we are going with Brian Black's Beast Rogue quest. He wants us to make Beast Rogue. And anything with beasts, I agree with. So I am very excited about crafting a Beast Rogue. I assume you are also excited about Beast Rogue, Magoo. Are there format requirements and or restrictions? I'm going to go with wild because there are going to be more fun things to do with it. And I think I'm going to take this a probably a stealth angle. And I want to play um, some Murlocs in this deck as well. So I think Baku's a beast. I don't have that card, though. So, no, I yeah, do yeah, it, man. I have three of them. Um, How do you have three of them? Because I play on three regions. Ha ha. Oh. <laughs> I have zero of them. Um Probably a wise But yeah, decision. I think it, probably. So I'm thinking we'll play like a stealth beast rogue. I'm super excited about this. Um, Sharma, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the phrase beast rogue? Uh, actually, something that <laughs> the three mana, three, four, that uh, I guess buffs your beasts. I don't know why that comes to my head. Some random card that's never played in the meta. <laughs> Is that a neutral card? <laughs> yeah, it's a neutral card. It's a three mana, three, four that buffs your beast when you draw it. I don't even know. Oh my god, I don't either. Yeah, I forgot the name. I of it. can't. I look forward to finding this card and putting it in my deck. I thought you were talking about Alec <laughs> for a second there, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a be- oh." Ooh, that's a possibility with Alec. There are things to do. There's lots. Of there things are many to do. stupid I am very things to do. This. I might. All right, might this is going to be build great. A wild and a standard deck. Yeah, I expect Enthralman to nope out of this because he's lazy. It's like a- it's like a, I don't know. It's not. It's not a beast, but it's like a hunter. Oh, it's called Untamed Beastmaster. Whenever you draw a beast, give it plus two, plus two. I thought that was a hunter card, or no, possibly a druid card. I guess. Interesting. Wow, the things you learn. The alliteration on this quest too is amazing. I don't know why that card came to my head though. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, I'm impressed you pulled that out of your head. <laughs> All right. So I can't wait to play this quest. Uh, feel free to join us and tweet the show your deck list. Pop uh, in the Discord. Build, sure. Share your builds. Share your uh, stories. Oh, this will be good. Yeah, I, I can't wait. So that's it for this week. If you like what you're listening to, tell a friend, share the podcast on a social or in a Discord. Uh, you'd be surprised at how much it matters to us and our thin, thin, sad egos. Oh, Sad. We're ending sad again. Oh, we shouldn't end sad again. Um, hooray! Hooray! hooray. <laughs> sad and was last week. Uh, if, sad and was last week. <laughs> if you love us and like we love you... Uh, if you love us like we love you, <laughs> give us that sweet, sweet five-star review. Why didn't I put the rhyme in... Oh, my God. Uh, on iTunes and anywhere else you can. We're so good at this. You can follow us on Twitter at SquelchCast, and you can follow me on Twitter at DanoPlay. The O is a zero because I'm cool. You can follow me at underscore Magooch. And Desharmo, are you accessible on the internet? Um, yeah, I, I have a Twitter, but I never use it. So. Um, oh, you fit right in. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Desharmo. Uh, but... More importantly, uh, check us out at uh, TeamHearthLegends.com to uh, see if you're interested. You know, just check it out. Yeah, do it. join the Discord. It's a fun Discord. And Magooch is currently typing in the show notes, ah, I didn't see that at the end, comma, whoops. Yeah, all right. I tried to be stealth about <laughs> screwing up the order of stuff, but thanks for blowing up my spot, Dan. <laughs> I even planned for it this week. You see how good that is? Usually I totally I know, I like how they deleted things and then they like to, <laughs> don't, yeah, anyhow, don't alternate. Uh, all right, so what is this thing that we're doing here, Magooch? I don't know, where are we now? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't say to give us a quest line. Did you do both of those? Was I not paying attention while I was typing? No, I was just figured we'd skip it. Oh. But give us a quest by sending us an email or tweeting at the show. We've got a backup now. So fight, make your quests really good so we'll do them. Because I guess we've got a whole bunch to do. And we've got ones to pick from. So yes, do that. Um, also, that's awesome quests. that people are making quests. That's amazing. I love it. I love you guys. That's so cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. That brings me to thank you very much. And remember, this is a game... And games are supposed to be fun, and it super, super is right now. Thank you. Good job, Magooch. I know, right?